Welcome back, everyone. I'm No Genius. As always, I'm Eli. I am joined by Premier Army 35 and uh, Grant Sherman. Guys, how are we doing? Doing great, Eli. Doing pretty so, good. It's a great day. Yeah, how are you doing? champ. Yeah. Oh, well, doing? I'm doing all right. Why is it a great day? Because I'm here. I'm here talking yeah. to you. Okay. It's always, always a great day when I'm on here talking to you. That's, oh. I appreciate that, dude. I'm really glad. Cam, how you doing? Yeah, Grant took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I've had, I had that marked on my daily agenda. It said Thursday, pod, 8 p.m. There you go. I just had to make a countdown on my phone because I was so excited. By the way, Cam, speaking of uh, your daily agenda, are you mm-hmm. still are you still using that uh, paper to do list? It's like a piece of notebook paper, and you just write no. everything. No, no, no. I I actually forgot about that till you just said that. But I've upgraded. It's an actual like agenda book. Okay. Got classes, place to put what my to do stuff. But that that was that was the beta version. This is much more advanced. A little superior. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, I've called you here today um, because oh, we we. Hey, well, Grant, uh, it's an awesome jug you got there. <laughs> You look hydrated as hell, my friend. I was just gonna say the same thing to you. Yeah this this episode is brought to you by Hydro Flask. Mm-mm. Jug, jug, hydro, hydro jug. No, just jug. Just jug. No, it's hydro jug. But oh, okay. they don't they don't give us any money. We're not giving them any shout out. Bill. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Two yeah, jugs. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll send them the uh, the receipts to this. But guys. uh it is, it's been quite a week of, of news in football. And uh, I mean, you know, speaking for myself, I'm quite the football fan. I know you guys are. Um, what, what, are what, huh? I said, where are we starting? Because there's just so much. There's, there's a lot to unpack here, but let's get to uh, probably what I think is the biggest news. Uh, Nick Saban. He has, in fact, retired from coaching college football. Yes, the uh, the breakout star of the Blind Side, um, and those Aflac commercials mm-hmm. has uh, apparently he had a football coaching career uh, that I I didn't even know about, and right. it, I guess it was all right. He won like six national championships with Alabama, one with LSU, but who you know, who cares about that? I wasn't like yeah. I literally I googled that like who cares? Um, but he he's he's gone. He stopped coaching uh, collegiate football. So what are we feeling about that? It's kind of sad, honestly. I didn't think I'd say that. Um, being an Ohio State fan, played Alabama a lot growing up in pretty important games. But he's just – him and I would say Coach K were like the two growing up. Like they were they were the two goats coaching yeah. in their sport. And to see them both gone is – it's pretty, pretty weird. I feel old. Yeah, like Nick Saban, it feels like he's always just been around, and uh, now, now he's not. I mean, he's not dead, but like he'll probably get like you know he'll he'll do what all coaches, former collegiate coaches, do, and he'll get a job broadcasting with like ESPN or Fox, and you know he'll be making a ton of money to do less work. I was gonna say it's about damn time he steps away. I mean, give someone else the limelight. You've been old my entire life. You've had your fun. You've won your championships. Get a get a life. Get get a life. In the words of Camden Primer. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually it's crazy. It's uh, I thought he would go. I thought he pulled Coach K, going to retirement tour. But yeah, no, he he was just kind of random. I got the alert. I was like, whoa. I think it was. Just I was in, in practice when it happened, and then I came came out. I was like, oh snap, he's gone. Yeah. So, who fills that position? That doesn't yeah. sound like a very desirable job for being honest. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. I mean, like, look, there's not too many people that want to coach at what the university of Alabama. Oh my gosh. Like, no, I, mean, once, I don't mean like that. I just mean to follow up Saban would be pretty difficult to do. Yeah. But, uh, I was watching Pat McAfee today and, uh, you know, other sports shows, talk shows on ESPN. Shout yeah. Shout out, shout out Pat. If, yeah. You know, if you're interested, we could probably our close personal friends, Pat McAfee, we're supporting him as he supports us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's he's on ESPN. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts as of right now. So, you know, we're on the come up a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I was watching Pat McAfee today, and they, they said that they were looking into 
Saban's past to see like assistant coaches that are like, you know, like, or, uh, you know, close associates of his that could fill his role. So I'm trying to think like, so yeah, so many of those coaching trees on like ESPN that they put out today, it's, it's like half the NFL, half of the big college football jobs were at one point working under Saban. Um, (laughs) That's the two. Yeah. The two that I keep seeing pop up are, uh, I think the big favorite was Florida State, uh, Norvell, because I think at one point he was an assistant under Saban, and he's kind of turned around Florida State past couple of years. So I think Alabama can definitely pull him away. Uh, they got a little bit, little bit of money with the the boosters down there. Um, right, a couple. Of and then I think Lane Kiffin was also kind of they're kind of throwing that out there, which would be pretty cool to see. Lane Kiffin would just be funny because yeah. <laughs> He's he's just a Twitter troll who has a head coaching job at any Power Five school he wants, and then to follow up Saban, who's you know like class act straight and narrow, that'd be funny to watch. But I have no idea who it would be. It's gonna be I, weird to see them on the sidelines. Whoever it is, it's just I don't know. It's gonna be weird to see a new head coach for Alabama. Yeah, I mean Saban, he's been around forever, basically like over. Uh, Let's see. When did he leave? I'm trying to. I'm going to pull up his career. See when he left LSU. 2017, I think. What? That's when he left LSU. Mm-hmm. Okay. If yeah, it feels mm-hmm. like it feels like it should be longer. But uh, he 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 left LSU to go coach at Alabama in 2007. So he he spent 16 years coaching at Alabama. I got which, the two, the zero, and the seven. Yeah, exactly. Which is which is like. Uh, that's that's three quarters of my life. He's been at Alabama, and three quarters of my life he's been a thorn in the side of OSU. Uh, but you gotta, res- I mean, you can't. I think Cam brought this up a while ago when we were like in middle school, and I said that I hated the Warriors, and Cam said, "Why do you hate the Warriors?" And I said, "Because they beat the Cavs." And he goes, "Well, you can't hate them because of that." Like the reason that I would hate Saban is because he's a winner. And you can't hate somebody because he wins. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he seems like a pretty stand-up guy. I mean, he's got like, look, those Affleck commercials. He's probably getting paid a ton of money just to do those. Not so, part two. He's dude. He's he's acting alongside a CGI goose, and it's like Oscar worthy. Like, it's, when you're funny, uh, Nick Saban story. That's like yeah. kind of close to us. Yeah. So. Back when Tristan McDaniel, shout out Tristan, played quarterback, he went to like Alabama's camp or something, and he was doing a seven-on-seven, and Saban was behind him watching, and Tristan threw a pick, and then the DB like returned it, and Tristan like put his head down and walked away, and Saban like ripped his ass for not going and chasing down the corner, and Tristan's like, it's it's a seven-on-seven. Seven. <laughs> Sorry, Saban. And he got a picture with him, and that was it. I think we name drop Tristan just about every single episode, or at least like the past few. Yeah, I saw, him, get him, on here I saw him the other day. He came to uh, my game. He said he wants to get on. So we can get him on. Yeah, so we, that, we, that would be fun to talk about because we could talk about just being it. What's what's it like being an enormous human? And then yep. how excited he is to do steroids. That'll be fun to talk about, too. <laughs> that would be so fun. I mean, dudes. Yeah. Like, dude, we could talk about, you know, like the 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 journey of his fitness journey and everything but you know that's that's for a later time yeah um yeah but nick saban i the funniest story that i remember that i remember about nick saban is that uh my older brother caleb uh shout out who we have not had on and uh until he gets a working computer we will not have him on uh what do you mean we have adam on all the time i don't trust caleb's cellular plan <laughs> I don't, no. I don't we trust adam's uh, I, look, I prefer Adam to have a computer too. So, like, it's <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Like, uh, when I was about, so was, this was like in uh, 2010, I think. Caleb just all of a sudden decided that he was an Alabama fan. Uh, I, I remember that. Yeah, and I think it was because our youth pastor back then. This is about 2010. That's when he, that's when our first youth pastor left. He was from Alabama, and Caleb really looked up to him. I didn't think he was all that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He was he was a cool guy. <laughs> but, uh, I really, yeah, Caleb really looked up to him, and uh, he was from Alabama. He rooted for the Crimson Tide and everything. 
And so Caleb just kind of hopped on the bandwagon and, you know, Alabama happened to be number one in the country <laughs> at the time. So he's just like, Oh yeah. You know, I really like uh, Nick Saban and what they're doing. This is what he sounds like. I really like what they're doing, you know, down there roll tide, baby, and everything like that. And I'm just like, no, dude, you're just hopping on the bandwagon and everything. Like, look, OSU, we haven't had a championship in like eight years. And, you know, Hey, I was predicting the future a little bit. We were going to win a championship for four years. So, and then uh, he was a fan. I think he's still a fan of the Crimson Tide. And we OSU played Alabama in the 2014 uh, college football playoff, which is the first mm-hmm. playoff in the history of collegiate football. And uh, we were we were a four seed. They were a one. S- smacked them, smacked their bottom, and kicked them to the curb. What was Zeke's run? Seventy five yards to the heart of the South, or something? Something like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I just remember the entire week, like, we were, like, walking around in our OSU gear around the house, like, Caleb, what's up, buddy? Like, you, like, or, like, you, like, you feel like you're adopted now or something? Like, oh my God, yeah. I'm sitting in the classroom, the lights went off. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lights just went out on cam. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Did he turn his camera off? Yeah, Cam. I thought like your compute. I thought your camera just broke or something. But that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, so Caleb, I, Caleb's been upset the past couple of days. Yeah, Caleb. Uh, you know he's uh, he's slowly recovering and everything. He's uh, you know like Nick Saban is like. Uh, I mean, he's he's like a second Jesus to him. So uh, like you know. Yeah, he's he's taking it pretty hard. So a second Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, he's like. He's, I mean, at least he's got Jesus first, right? Yeah, at least Saban's too. I'll get yeah, that. Saban's the runner-up always. Yeah. you know, uh, well, except those six times, seven. <laughs> but yeah, except those seven times. That's right. But I mean, hey, look, you you coach at Alabama for you know sixteen seasons and you win six championships at Alabama. You, that's like. Uh, thirty-three percent around around a third that you're there, a little, little bit above a third. Sure, I'm a math yeah. guy. I'm a math I, guy. Don't don't correct me. I got. I it. cannot do mental math. This is a little side note, but like last night, the school put on a thing. It was like a New Year's party, or whatever, and you paid a Starburst to like play blackjack or euchre or something. And I was playing blackjack. Starburst. You paid a Starburst. Starburst, Starburst was the money to buy into the game, and they gave you chips. And then 30 chips got you a Starburst back. And whoever had the most Starburst by the night got a $25 Chipotle gift card. I wasn't aware of the gift card. Believe it or not, I was eating the Starburst as they were handing them out. So I could only play a couple games before I was out of money. Anyway, I was playing blackjack and they were dealing. And I was like, all right, nine, three, that's 12. And then throw seven. I'm like, 19, I'm going to hold. It just took so long for everything to process. <laughs> I think I think he's a freshman who was running the table. was like, you good? I was like, I'm going to hold. <laughs> I'm, you're just like visibly like sweating. And like you, you have a 20 and yeah. you're just like, oh, hit me. <laughs> and then once I, once I was out of tokens, Dev and I got on the Euchre table and just dominated. Oh, it was, yeah. It was eight to zero at one point and they got their first point and I, and I stood up and I was like, Let's give my hand. They're on the board. Oh, poor guys. My dad on New Year's Eve, he like we were talking about like card games and stuff like that. And he goes like uh, he goes like, oh, man, I remember when I used to play Euchre like a lot back in college. And I was just like, Dad, you know how to play Euchre? And he goes like, yeah, I was I was really good back in college. Like me and my buddies, we would run tables and everything. I was just like, what? What? Dad, like the dad lore. Is yeah. getting is is expanding like mm-hmm. the the lore of Patrick Burgett like it's 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 ever expanding. I was just like I never you're like a completely different person to me now. Like we could have we could have done this together. Like but That's a, how do you you love you? I mean you were in the I was gonna say I don't know how that school. never comes up in your guys's family. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. We were Ms. Yeah. Riley's class. Miss Riley's class, dude. Braden and uh, Braden and Jackson, whichever yeah. whichever one. Yeah. It, it was, it was, I think it was Jackson because uh, every time Jackson sees me, he, he always, he's always nice and everything, but Brandon, he kind of like, you know, 
he just kind of passes me by. Like, so me and Jackson, we have that Euchre connection and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, you learn something new every single day. And I learned that my dad was a po was a, not a poker stud, a Euchre stud back in the glory days. So, I tried to teach my dad how to play Euchre and it was one of the most painful experiences in my life. <laughs> We'd be playing and ugh, what'd you throw? It's the first card. That's what was thrown. What's Trump? And then we'd tell him whatever. And he'd be like, so am I throwing this? Am I throwing that? And it's every single time he was like, what, what do I throw? Dude, we're trying to teach you the game. It was bad. It was bad. That is bad. Um, <laughs> not too long ago, Ty- Kylie taught me how to play. Have you guys ever played Canasta? No. Man. No. It's It was super complicated. It took me like five games of just open cards to actually learn how to play. But once I learned how to play, it was a lot of fun. And I came back and tried to teach my family. We it we lasted like two minutes on it. And yeah. then we just went back to Euchre. It was way too complicated. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a painful thing when you have to explain to like, you know, your dad or your mom how to play a game, like a card game. Like because you don't want to like you don't want to talk down to them. Like they're they're the people they're the ones that raised you. But they're day. beneath you. In this instance they're intellect intellectually smaller than you are at that point. It's they a, don't know what they're talking about. You know everything, and they're going to listen to every single word you say. Yeah, and that that's when you need to really plant yourself and establish yourself as okay. I'm going to win every single hand. Oh, yeah. Just like you know, teach them the wrong rules so that you always come out on top. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. But where were we? Yes, that's next- a good transition, actually, Eli. Uh, some might call what you just said cheating. Which could bring us to the national champions of uh, college football playoff. Oh, that is uh, that's a sneaky transition there, Cam. Thank you. Uh, yes, the uh, University of Michigan Wolver. I'm sorry, like it, it. It feels like you know, it feels bad coming out of my mouth. The uh, University of Michigan Wolverines are the uh, 2023 uh, collegiate football champions of the NCAA, and uh, their season was marked with turmoil and conflict and controversy and i'm running out of words to use but it was it was a crap show basically the entire year but they came out on top and they went 13 and 0 jj mccarthy smoking stogies after the game first time he's ever held a cigarette in his life or a cigar in his life i assume and uh you know jim harbaugh can join his brother and his father at the table of champions so but two things they're, here. they're a bunch of cheaters. I'm just saying, like, like, look. I, I mean, you. they beat. I, I'm on your side, but they also beat Washington, Alabama, Ohio State, and Penn State without the cheating. So it's kind of hard to say that they're not the best team. I, I was just gonna say. I was gonna say one. Eli, have you ever smoked a cigar? Two. I haven't. I. I. It looks disgusting to me. It looks gross. Two. They are a damn good football team. As as bad as it it hurts yeah. to say that, pretty freaking good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, nobody's questioning, you know, like whether or not they're a good team because they are a good team. They're questioning whether or not, you know, they did it. The like, look, his look. I think JJ McCarthy alluded to like a while, like it was like around the time of the Harbaugh suspension. He said something to the to the effect of. You know, it feels like that more and more teams, this is like commonplace and more and more teams. And for us to get caught, it, you know, it seems kind of wrong and everything. Well, one, that's like admitting to, you know, your, your sign stealing and everything. And two, maybe every other team is doing it. You got caught, though. But I guess you didn't get caught because there were no penalties, at least by the NCAA. There was... I mean, the, the school suspended Harbaugh. That was not the yeah. NCAA. And my theory the entire year was that the NCAA realized that Michigan was going to be one of their top four teams for the entire year and to disqualify them at the midpoint before the game of, with, between, between them and Ohio State, that would have cost them a lot of money. And, you know, that, I'm still working on that theory and everything, but... I see what you're saying there, but if you if the NCAA punishes them, then they get the support of all the other fan bases who hate Michigan, which is also 
most of college football. So, I mean, there's like a little bit of give and take there. There is. Yeah, there is a little bit of give and take. You know, it, it's a tough situation. But like, look, I think we can all agree that the true villains are, are the NCAA. And they failed to act and they failed to do anything like they normally do. But their inaction allowed Michigan to win their first national championship since 1997. So, true villain is number 73 on Washington's offensive dude. line. Dude. Oh my that gosh. Oh terrible. my gosh. He should transfer. He shouldn't train. He, should, he just shouldn't play football again. He should come on. Like, show. I don't know what I was watching. He should, yeah. he should. Yeah. You're, yeah. Love to have you on. Yeah, let's, let's, yeah, that was that was great. It was a great save right there. Yeah, no, there was one play. the The play start. It was the play before he held. Play started, and he just stood there. The guy got halfway around him, and he reaches out and holds him again. And it was like a twenty yard bomb. Yeah, and like Michael, oh, it went. Did, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say there was like a sequence where it was false start on him, false start on him, and then he just like completely. I think this is what you were talking about. Yeah. He moved late. So he was so late because he didn't want to jump off, and the dude got to Penix in like a second. And if Penix played the way he did against um, Texas, like making those throws, I feel like they would have definitely won the game just because, like, Washington's defense surprisingly held Michigan. Like, the score doesn't look like it, but they they gave the offense plenty of chances to go down and make a play, and all Penix's throws were just – Right there, but he just couldn't connect. I think it's pretty hard to recreate what he did against Texas. Exactly, that was a pretty perfect game. But I mean, he was yeah, he was nowhere near that. I think if he just would have had an average game, it would have been more competitive. But but wasn't great. It it wasn't a great showing from Washington. I mean, I think it's like they spent all of their effort and all of their you know willingness to win against Texas just to get to the national championship, thinking like, okay, we're better than Michigan. You know, we can take care of them, but Michigan came to play and Washington, especially number 73, came to lose. So, and I hate to say this, but like, morally, I don't think the committee got the four teams right, just because they'd already set the precedent and they shouldn't have left out the Power 5 ACC champions out with Florida State, yada, yada, yada. But this is one of the more most entertaining like playoffs in recent time that I can remember. You know what I mean? The two semifinal games were awesome. Yeah. Especially the Texas Washington game. I hate how I sound old for saying this, but how late it ran because the oh. end of the game was awesome. Past my bedtime. I know. I mean, Adam, you're not wrong. It was wrong. like one o'clock. It was late as well. It was starting. Mr. McManus, I'm sorry. You had work I, at 4 a.m. in the morning. Like, But you're right. It was. I mean, it was dumb late. But the thing is, they're going to do it. We complain about it every year, and they're going to put it at the exact same time, and I'm going to watch every single second of it, which yeah, is I, funny I say that because during the day of that game, I kept going, man, I can't wait. I can't wait for this uh, this Washington-Texas game. I can't wait for it. I fell asleep, slept through the entire game. I was going to say, it, it was halftime. I was laying on the couch. I was like, am I going to make it? Jimmy took a video of me snoring on bed, and he was like, oh, I can't, I'm so excited to watch this game. I was like, yeah, no. You got me. I was dead. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I can't stop thinking about how next year it's going to be twelve teams. That's going to be so awesome. It's it's going to be insane. The playoff is, and the seasons are also going to be insane because now with the twelve team format, you look at the rankings this year. The top four, you had three undefeateds and then one one loss team, mm-hmm. and then you look you look at the top twelve though, you have. A couple of like you know, let's just say there's four teams that go undefeated. There's four teams that have one loss. And then you got four teams that have two losses. So now the argument is not going to be should a one loss team get into the college football playoff. It's going to be should a three loss team get in the get in the playoff over a two loss team. And mm-hmm. you know, it's going to put you know I know a lot of people have said it's going to put less of a value on you know the regular a lot of the regular season games and everything. And yeah, it is, but that's not where the networks and everything. That's not where the NCAA makes their money. They make their money in the big playoff games. So they're going to put more emphasis on those at the end of the season. So go ahead. So yeah, if Ohio state is playing against, you know, Indiana rest your best players and then 
come back the next week so that you you know don't risk an injury over a game that you're going to win by 50. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you can afford to just take, you know, one loss and still get in the playoff. So, I don't how know. Long, how long until college football becomes just a semi-pro organization? We're definitely getting there. It already is, dude. It's NIL. It's taken over the the entire world. Well, the entire nation. Nobody else plays. Fo- nobody else plays football except the United States. I'm still working on that. I'm actually in talks with uh, Old Brown Town Barbershop. <laughs> yeah, it uh, came up one time. He laughed at me. We had a good little chuckle about it. And he said, "I'll get back to you." It was last year. Um, I get my hair cut the 17th. I might have to bring that up again. He's a Packers to. fan too, so I might just sneak it in there. Yeah, Jordan Love's looking great. What about that uh, check you promised me? And uh, I can't wait. To watch him beat the Cowboys. You should bring it up before the haircut and then just walk out afterwards, like after it's done. Be like, oh, I thought it was free. How about, yeah, how about instead of the NIL, you just, I just don't pay for haircuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Cam, here's your like, yeah, That's good. That's good. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, lights, the lights turned off on Cam. Oh, I got to stand up. Oh, it's yeah. back. It's back. Oh, oh. oh, my God. <laughs> Flashback. Get down. Jeez, dude. Well, camp, camp. Uh, to all the audio <laughs> listeners, we're playing NW two. Yeah, exactly. Cam, here's your pitch to the barbershop, Okay, you walk in. He's a Packers fan. You go, oh my gosh, Jordan Love. <laughs> Everybody doubted him, but he's the future. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the future, That's good. Why don't we talk about the future of your business? That's good. In my hands, and then there you go. That's your intro right there. And then you like explain. You give him figures. I mean, you're a business major. Give him, give him the business talk. And everything, you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, and then he sits down and slices up back of my head. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> you sure you want this money? And charges you forty five dollars for haircut. But yes, uh, Michigan, they're our new national champions. They defeated Alabama in the semifinal, essentially ending Nick Saban's career. Michigan killed Nick Saban. Yeah, and so Jalen Milrose killed Nick Saban. <laughs> What was that last play? What was that last play? That like, I mean, you call a QB draw to win the game to to, to tie the game, not even to win it. Uh, to I think tie he the retired game. before that call because there's yeah. no way he would have. <laughs> <laughs> that whole entire the whole entire overtime drive, he hands his headset to his assistant coach. He goes like, "Your turn, buddy." Yeah, <laughs> <Just> like- <laughs> my my season's over. I didn't sign up for this extra BS. My blood pressure way too high yep. as of right. I gotta gotta chill. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if, um, I was, if I was quarterback in that situation, though, me personally, I'm calling quarterback draw. But you know, he'd be like, that's everyone just was quarterback. I am. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was hating on the call, but that was the only thing that worked for them the entire game was just those design runs up the middle with Milrow, and he'd get like eight yards off them. So like, it was also I a bad get snap. Why you'd slipped. call it? Yeah, I don't. It was just really poorly executed, so everyone was just hating on it. But it was the only thing that worked for them the whole game. I mean, but, like, they were on the three-yard line or something like that. And, and, you know, you have to think – I know it was a spread and everything, but you have to think they're bringing the house on, you know, a fourth and goal on the three-yard line. So, but I I don't, like, I guess – and this is going to be a good transition into our next topic – Oh my I, gosh. I, it would have been a shame if they pulled a Pete Carroll and threw an interception on the two yard line. Mm. And explain speak- that one for me. Could you talk me through that transition we got going here? Well, Nick Saban failed to get in the end zone. Uh-huh. It would have been a shame if he threw an intercept. If if a uh, quarterback for Alabama threw an interception on mm-hmm. you know the one yard line instead of handing it off to their running back, much like the Seattle Seahawks did all the way back in mm. 2016. And no, that, no, no, 2014. 2014? No, I, I thought it was because they won in 2015, I thought. Yeah, you're right. I made that up. <laughs> I, I love how you were so like firm <laughs> in that, and it just took like one little one little doubt. To, I'm sorry. It's like, I have no idea. Okay. Well, uh, that transitions us into... Pete Carroll and Mike Vrabel, two uh, really solid coaches for the NFL. Uh, and with, Belichick. 
Well, yeah, I was yeah. I was gonna get to Belichick, oh, but he, sorry, he, I'm sorry. I it's the Eli Burgett show. That's it, my bad. No, it's not the Eli Burgett. Too big I'm, for look, my britches. Look, I'm no genius on this topic, but uh, no. oh, Grant <laughs> oh. said no. <laughs> stop stop that immediately <laughs> okay but like uh yes Pete Carroll Mike Rabel and Bill Belichick a lot of coaches in the NFL making moves and everything uh two out of three of those kind of against their own will but Belichick decided to leave amicably I don't, with with I don't think so. Pete, did Pete retire did he get fired? They Is he fire. taking a lesser role? They, uh, they they don't want him to be the head coach anymore, but they want him to still remain in the organization. But there's talks that he might go somewhere else because he still wants to coach. Yeah. Sure. Pete, Pete Carroll uh, was asked, well, it was amicably decided that Pete Carroll will not coach anymore and he will stay on for the Seahawks as an advisor, which basically is a nothing title. Just like, you know, okay, you did good for us. You can stay around if you want. Is but there a paycheck, though? I assume there is a paycheck. I'll take it if he doesn't want it. That's true. I mean, like, we, we would love to see that some that kind of money just for saying, hey, you know, hey, QB draw, the three-yard line, you know? So, you, ever off- the, you ever heard of the Y-130 pop pass? Yeah. Let's put that in right now. Unstoppable. Unstoppable, unless it's against Hamilton Township, you will throw five picks. So... <laughs> But yeah, Pete Carroll uh, relocated within the Seahawks organization. So it's sad. It's, you know, he's been a great coach for them. Like, I mean, you know, only one Super Bowl and everything, but he's had a solid career his entire time in the NFL. Um, and then there's Mike Rabel, who just, you know, the Titans, they fired him. Just, you I know. think out of those three coaches, Pete makes the most sense. Like, I mean, they're all just kind of confusing because they're all great coaches. Vrabel makes the least sense. I I don't understand that one at all. I don't I understand their, what the Titans are trying reason, to do. The reasoning behind firing him was to start completely fresh and try and rebuild. But I feel like you they could have easily rebuilt with Vrabel there with a great coach. Yeah, I don't he know. Had, he had Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. What's he supposed yeah, to do? Yeah, and he's had success the past few years. He just had no talent this year. Yeah, it seems like. With the Titans, it was more of a management sort of thing that mm-hmm. the management was at fault. And because the management was at fault, they are punishing a really solid and a you know coach in the NFL. And it's sad to see him go, but I mean, hey, Alabama's got an opening. Uh, if you're interested, they're not gonna hire him, but you know. He'll get a job in a heartbeat. Yeah, like like there's there's no doubt of his ability to coach a team and everything, but he needs players, so it's up. I'll, I'll be I'll be watching closely to see. I mean, I remember back when OSU, like as soon as they lost to Michigan, everybody was saying Mike Vrabel to OSU. <laughs> Just, yeah. And uh, but no, it looks like Ryan Day's got one more year, so you know to make it right in Columbus. And if he doesn't, then he's he's done for sure. You're gonna punish your father. It's all in this year. Look, I mean, I don't want to big you for day. Yeah, I don't want to have to bring the hammer down on my dad, like you know, like the iron fist or the iron claw. Sorry, that's a movie that just came out. Uh, Did you see look, it? I didn't see it. I've heard it's good. I want to. I want to go watch it. I heard the same I thing. I heard the same thing. Uh, and like the story, it's like based on a true story and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it's about like a family of wrestlers. And like four out of the five, like four out of the five sons died in like their twenties. Didn't know that. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Jeez. Uh, oh my god. I guess that's. I mean, people just kept saying it was so sad. Guess that's why. I see why. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I need to go watch that. But yeah, Brian Day. You got one more year, and if you don't, I, I, I my prediction is that Ryan Day needs to beat Michigan. And make it to the national championship in order to keep his job. Yeah. Yeah. Hot seat, for sure. Definitely the hot seat. But, you know, he's been here. This is his. This is going on his seventh season. So, yeah, you know, I mean, he's only had seven, he's years. seven years and he only has nine losses. Right. Seven? 
Am I a lot? Am I right? I think it's like your dad. You you're probably right, but I'm not sure. Yes, I'll look Grant, it up real quick. Grant, don't concede that fast. I was gonna say we're gonna go. We're about to go over two on this. Would you say I, earlier something about the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was see, thinking when. I was thinking when they won because they beat the Packers in the NFC Championship on a uh, onside kick that the Packers couldn't recover. So I went to the basement and built a fort and hung up signs on printer paper that said "No Seahawks fans allowed." I was pissed. Mm. And I had well, a sign that said "No Belgium fans" because they beat the USA in the World Cup that year. <laughs> Grant Grant is uh, correct. This will be Ryan. This will be Ryan Day's fifth season, or or maybe sixth. I don't know. Oh, so is anyone right? I don't know if, it, but Grant was closer. Like Grant, like Price is right rules. Grant close was without going over. Close without gotcha. going over. So gotcha. Grant, Grant technically wins this argument. So I, I, I will, con- I will concede. But yeah, uh, Ryan Day is in the hot seat. But let's get back to the NFL. We talked a little bit about Pete Carroll. Talked a little bit about Mike Vrabel. To Arthur Smith. Arthur Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith. <laughs> I thought we were, we were going great coaches who got fired. Um, no, I'm kidding. I yeah, hate we, and we Smith. forgot one. Oh, we forgot. I had a uh, I had Bijan Robinson on my fantasy team, one of my fantasy teams this year, and um, Arthur Smith was like he just didn't play him. Like you have the most young, talented running back in the NFL, and we're not going to play him. Yeah, but he's gone, so don't play him. Big year, yeah. big year for Bijan next year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, aside from Arthur Smith, I was gonna. I was going to say, Bill Belichick will no longer be the coach of the Patriots. And this one, uh, it's, a bit of, it's a bit more of a shocker than uh, Nick Saban with Alabama because Bill Belichick has been the coach of the Patriots for longer than I've been alive. Yeah. It was wild. Wild two days. Yeah. Those two retiring. Yeah, and you know... Uh, it just it's sad because it I mean there's no doubt that Bill Belichick is a really good coach, but it the fact that he has been fired so so like few years after Tom Brady left the franchise, it just lends credence to the argument that uh Bill Belichick never won a Super Bowl, Tom Brady won them for him. So I want to hear your guys' takes on that. I think they're lockstep. I mean, you don't have Belichick without Brady, but you also don't have Brady without Belichick. Because if you look at Brady's first three Super Bowls, he's still like a young rookie who he, – he was like Brock Purdy, really. I mean, he was consistent. I mean, he's still, he's still Brady, you know what I mean? But, like, Belichick put him in positions to win, and his defense was really good. And Brady's no dummy. He knew the Bucks were going to be dumb good when he went there. So, like, he saw the pieces kind of fitting together before they happened, so that's why he made his decision. If he was to go to some other dirtball franchise, he probably wouldn't have won the Super Bowl the way he did with the Bucks. But I feel like they're both incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, like they're, they're both tandem for sure. They're definitely – I mean, yeah. Like, they're one – like, I mean, Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, Kobe Bryant, Phil Jackson. I feel like there's a pattern here. But, uh, like, <laughs> they're one of those, like, star – Yeah. <laughs> LeBron, Le- David Blatt, LeBron, David. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, didn't he coach like the Cavs for like a season? I mean, like, it was a year. It was twenty fifteen. It, it was a well, like wasn't it like halfway through twenty fifteen? He got fired, or uh, no? That, started, they might have started with Mike Brown, but I'm pretty sure it was full season. Okay, okay, but anyway, yeah, like it's just one of those like star player and you know great coach tandems, like duos, like you said. Uh, but here's here's a big question: If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get injured and Tom Brady doesn't take his place, do the Patriots win those three championships at the beginning of Tom's career? Here's a question for you, Eli. I don't. If my aunt had a dick, would she be my uncle? That's a Jeremy Perver saying. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Yeah, you're really your dad's kid. Sorry, you can Dad cut that. Joke. You can cut that if you want, but <laughs> no, I mean, we're gonna, can, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. You can what ifs for what forever. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about their team. Who they had on their team back the then? The only so thing I, I know, know about Drew Bledsoe is that I was at a country concert in South Carolina, and one of the most American-looking fellows I've ever seen in my life 
had cutoff jean shorts, boots just below the knees, and a Drew Bledsoe jersey on. Oh, I wanted to get his autograph. <laughs> wait, wait. So, he, so I can find the picture. He had, he had cutoff shorts like Daisy Dukes. I mean, they're jean shorts, yeah. He was looking good. And boots, like, up to the knee, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, He's a good old cowboy. He was not gay. I I didn't calm say... Calm down with that, Eli. I didn't say anything. You were like, thinking it. You, you wished he was. You're not a mind reader through the Zoom chat. Keep talking. I'm going to find this picture. It's awesome. Okay. You took a picture of the guy? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah. But Bill Belichick... Uh, it's a it's a sad ending to his career and everything. Like, what was this? Was this like his farewell tour and everything? Like, was he really hoping that you know this would be you know the last hurrah and everything? Maybe maybe make playoff berth and stuff like that. But you know, uh, not with Bailey Zappi. Yeah, yeah. Zappi. What wasn't going to happen, man? So, oh, I, uh, I switched yeah. it. He had jeans to his knees and short boots. Jeans to his knees and short boots. Okay, now now I'm I'm imagining a different picture now. Okay, gotcha. I just sent it to you on uh, Snapchat. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Oh, yep. Now I see it. That's quite. No, Why did you take a picture of this guy? Why wouldn't you have? Because I don't take yeah, pictures. I don't. Side. I don't take pictures of strangers. Uh, that's Grant and I's specialty. We have a picture. Uh, that true blood so jersey is awesome. <laughs> Isn't it, dude? America, America, it's the most American thing ever seen in my life. And there's a lot, there's a lot of American things. Like I've got a, I've got a cutoff muscle shirt that says mullets rock, mm. and that's I think that's pretty American right there. So would you ever get a mullet, Eli? Uh, probably not. Since I'm on camera every week, and oh. you know, so? I, I look. Hey, sounds like someone doesn't want. Sounds like someone doesn't want any viewers. So, look, there's some people that can pull off a mullet and everything, and unconventional haircuts. I'm a very uh, white bread person. Like I, I can only pull right. off. Both your I, parents are Caucasian. Yeah, exactly. And both of my parents have Two conventional. Right yeah, white bread. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, I saw what you did. That's Thank what I was alluding. That's what I was alluding to. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. No one laughed, so I just would make sure I hit. Go on. You didn't hear it. I inserted the laugh track. So like, oh, this, this, you're gonna look like a fool once this comes <laughs> out. But yeah, like I, I, I rock. You know, like a crew cut and everything. I get my hair cut very traditional way and everything, as my parents do. They have very conventional white people haircuts. You're just a I, good old boy. Just good old all American boy and everything, minus you know the cheerleader girlfriend and you know the quarterback position. So I don't, I never, I never had those things. Gotcha. So gotcha. Uh, if we get to three hundred followers on Instagram, anything for the pod, right? Not anything, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not anything, dude. Five hundred. I'll, I'll give you one right now. I'll follow the account back. Uh, oh, yeah. thanks, Grant. Yeah, that's getting- big time. Big yeah. time. That is big time. He, he actually did it. He actually did it. Oh my gosh. He, he actually did it. Let's go. I'm on following. Uh, no. Okay. It's gone. No, like it would take me really long to grow a mullet. Like, don't like doesn't it take me like, a really it take that long? I think a couple months maybe to get like a little something going. I don't know, dude. If my hair looks bad for like, you know, a couple weeks, I, I try to get a cut, which, you know, is not very financially responsible, but, you know, it keeps my hair looking short year round. So it is what haircuts do. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Cam, for, for backing me up on that. But I don't know. I don't know. I might, I might grow my hair out, you know, maybe for spring break or, you know, maybe the progress picture at the end of the year and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe, maybe do a mm. mullet. Mullet and the abs are going to be a dangerous com- combination oh for, for Eli Burgett. Dude, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I'm doing pretty good so far this oh. this week. Yeah, let's I go. Mean, uh, I'm, I, you know, I've been I've been doing cardio every single day. I've been you know watching my calories and stuff nice. like that. So nice. It's it's you know it's eighty percent diet and everything, and you know, that's what I've come to find in these past four days. Eighty yeah. percent diet, and you know this is ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, 
Fifteen percent concentrated power of will. Yep. Five percent pleasure. Fifty percent pain. And a hundred reason to remember the name. That's exactly right. That's what I. That's what I come to find in this short term, which that adds up to one hundred and eighty-seven percent. And if if you're a math person like me, you would know that. Uh, Don't fact check me though. Uh, I'm taking a similar approach, Eli, um, with watching what I eat. So for Christmas, I got a bunch of candy, and when the candy's around, I want to eat the candy. So to get rid of the candy, I've just been eating the candy. So when the candy's gone, then there's no candy to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Cam, uh, just fix that problem for you. Yeah. What? I can fix that problem for you. The Snapchat I sent the other day. (laughs) I'm going to bring this to the airwaves. Grant said, do you want some candy? I was like, I mean, no, you know, I'm, not trying to be fat. What do you have? So he sent me a picture <laughs> of the candy he had. And I was like, oh, okay, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids. And then it was like your grandma's candy dish. He had like little chocolates and three big-ass Toblerones. You can keep all that. I said, I'll take the Skittles and the Sour Patch Kids. He said, all or nothing. I said, we're done talking. I need it all gone. I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, We could split between the both of you. Each get two Toblerones. Dude, like, no, man, I'm I'm really I'm re- I'm watching what I eat, dude. Like, good, I'm, Eli. That's good. I've, I've been doing. Oh my God. <laughs> Is that the fourth time? Third, third time. Okay, yeah. Cam has blacked out on us three times now. So, but yeah, watching what I eat. I've been eating a lot of uh, chicken noodle soup uh, without crackers, which has been tough because uh, I, I love crackers in my soup. Broth head. Yeah, uh, you know, I've been running every single day, like about Let's three miles, about three miles a day, which Let's is go, which, which is which which is a lot for me. That's a lot uh, for anyone. It's a lot in general. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay, it's a lot for anyone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, I I bought I bought a Weight Watchers scale. It's down there, so I've been you know checking you know my my You've vitals, been your weight, I've been watching my weight and everything, checking to see my weight. So. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if the scale's broken, but in four days I've lost thirty five pounds. So, are you dead serious? I don't know if it's, uh, it needs to calibrate. I don't, I don't know if that's yeah. You might want to hit the hospital. Actually, <laughs> screw I, the gym, guys. I feel, I feel, I just falls I, over. I feel, I feel, I feel, mm-hmm. I, I feel, mm-hmm. I feel great. Uh-oh. I feel mm-hmm. great. Great. I'm great. Yeah, but my plan is once all the candy's gone, that's when the real progress starts to happen. And then I looked at the calendar. It's already 11 days into January. I got to pick up my stuff. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Ooh. Cam, I had a similar approach. Like, I said, I told myself on uh, December 31st, I was like, you know, 2024, new year, new me. I, I've said that on, we've had three episodes in 2024 so far. Mm-hmm. I've said that on all three ones, and yeah. it's and it's never been unironic. It's always been ironic. I hope everybody knows that. Yeah. But uh, I said, look, I'm going to try and better myself in 2024, January 1st. I'm hitting the diet hard. I'm going to start running. I'm going to start taking care of my body and everything. I'm going to start looking you know, like, like I'm five years younger, so 17. Uh, and you know, I'm going to start looking better again. And then January 1st comes around, and we have the leftovers from New Year's Eve. We have... Mm-hmm. We have, you know, a lot of chips and salsa. We have buffalo chicken dip and everything. And I'm just like, okay, look, as long as this is in the house, it presents a threat to my diet regimen. So, so we must get rid of it. You got to get rid of it on day one. Mm-hmm. You have to gorge everything. And I did. I, I, I can confidently say that I got rid of like three pounds of buffalo chicken dip on, in a day. So <laughs> and it's a lot of protein. A lot of protein. So a lot of protein. I, I, yep. I actually think I think I met my week my uh, my daily protein like intake mm-hmm. for like for like three weeks just off of that mm-hmm. buffalo chicken dip. So nice. you know gains. I think yeah, it worked out. I think so. Yeah, I gotta yeah. lock in. I'm gonna lock in for you guys. I'm gonna lock in. Okay, that's good to know, Grant. Yeah. How, how's your 2024 fitness journey going? You looking to get swole? Looking to uh, you know what did, what did I say I was trying to do on the last episode? I or think I was we, trying to run and drink more water or something. 
Yeah, and I see you. Yeah, you got you got the hydro jug with you. Like, how's that coming? Okay, yeah. Time for a water break. This is real time. Yeah, this is it. Okay. Chugging water. Nice. It's going great. Nice. I've been uh, I've been running. I've been running the past week and drinking more water. And besides that, I'm not really doing anything different. But yeah, it's going good. That's good. Uh, Clears your pee. Yeah, that's what that was gonna be that's gonna be my. I said, how clear is your pee? The urine, how clear is it? Crystal, crystal. Yeah, yeah More I clear than the water. I think, yeah, which is really <laughs> nice. that's like it's invisible then. Nice. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I I've been experiencing the same thing. My my uh, you know, my waist is crystal clear. So liquid waste, crystal clear. Oh, what about your like? No, no your hips. No. Your yeah, that's that's what not, I yeah. Not that. No, no, no. Your but thorax. Like, <laughs> thorax is crystal clear. Yeah, that reminds. I think I saw on TikTok like a clip of like a movie where like this like soldier he was like an animatronic like he was like a cyborg or something. He had like you know like a clear waist for some you know because they had to show somehow yeah. that he's a cyborg. You know they can't <laughs> can't just let him have a human waist. You know. Yeah. But, but yeah, uh, fitness journey is going. Pretty good for me so far. I mean, by next week's episode, I'll probably be down eighty pounds. So at this rate, uh, at this rate, dude, or either that or the Weight Watchers, yeah. yeah, or dead, or the Weight Watchers scale will calibrate and realize. I'll realize that I've only lost, you know, I probably actually gained weight <laughs> in this time. So like, it's muscle. But, You're gaining muscle. Yeah, like, but here, here's my here's my reasoning. Okay, like I stepped on the scale at my parents house and it said that i was 240 i know i know last week i said that i wasn't going to say how much weight i was because it's embarrassing and it is still embarrassing but i'm trying to trying to overcome that uh embarrassing but go on and then like i bought i bought the weight watch this was like an 11 dollar weight watcher scale at target and i bring it back to my apartment i unwrap and i'm just like okay day one we start here and i step on the scale and it says that i'm like 221 i was like okay don't know how that happened but uh, that's that's progress that's progress right there we were off we are (laughs) off start we're off one one target purchase we are when you guys when you weigh yourself do you like take off your shoes and like any like big jackets or anything or do you guys just not care about that i I take off everything okay everything everything Everything. I'm gonna be honest. The only time I weigh myself <laughs> is when I go to my grandma's house because she has a scale in her bathroom. That's the only time I like. Oh, I just peed. I'm gonna wash my hands and then I'm gonna jump on scale. <laughs> I just saw Colin sent the picture to us the other day of when he weighed himself and he had like his big, uh, I don't know, Air Maxes on, or whatever, whatever oh, those yeah, were. I mean, I, if I were to weigh myself, I'd I'd take my shoes off. I'd leave my clothes on, take my shoes off. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Unless I was like getting, if I was getting in the shower, I'd. If I'm getting in the shower, I'd weigh myself up on there. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't weigh myself, uh, with you know, like like after a workout because I've got like you know sweaty shirt on, sweaty clothes, (laughs) a lot of water weight weighing me down. Like like that's gonna make a huge difference. And so you know, I I just remove the element and I just you know step on the scale and I'm still disappointed. So it's the white hat. It's the white hat, you know. No, like that's the only thing that's on when you that's, when you step on the scale. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. I've got my scale perfectly in like placed right in front of my mirror, and it's like a slow like ritual process that I just I come home after a workout, I just oh, take yeah. the shirt off, take take everything off. I stand in front of the mirror, completely nude, and then I just slowly place the white hat on, and it lowers. My body fat percentage by forty. So, yeah, I hope all that. the I listeners were that. picturing that as he was explaining it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know I was. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's exactly right. Okay, we got five minutes. Last thing before we go: NFL playoffs are about to start, and everything. We got the Green Bay Packers at at the Dallas Champions. Cowboys. Super Bowl champions. The Super Bowl champions. So that so we've already got Cam's prediction out of the way. L.A. Rams taking on the Lions, Eagles against the Buccaneers, Cleveland Browns against the Texans. I know, Adam, if you were here, he would be absolutely stoked about that. 
Dolphins at Chiefs, Pittsburgh Steelers at Bills, and then the Ravens and the 49ers, they have a bye. So, guys, I want predictions right now before the playoffs even start. Who's coming out on top? On top? On top. Uh, Niners. Niners? Gang, yeah, gang, yeah. Gang. 49ers. Um, do we want to just like we don't even have to talk about the games, just run through them real quick because this will air on Monday and then yep. we can see oh. how many of the picks we got right. Yeah, yeah, I'm travel. Right. Okay, yeah, let's, let's go for it. it. Hold on, I gotta pull up the actual or right. Eli can just rattle them off. For, yeah, the team I think wins it all. I, I was gonna say Niners, but I'm gonna go Ravens just to say the opposite of Grant. Uh, yeah, I was between those two. So I think right. the Ravens win their first round matchup. Um, and then well, the Ravens, Brown, the Ravens got a buy. Exactly. So. Browns, Texans. I'm gonna go. I don't know. I think that's a pick them. I think I want to say the Browns because I want to see the Browns win. And Joe Flacco, he's Flacco. on fire, dude. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. And then let's let's hear uh, Dolphins at Chiefs. Wait, Grant, do your Browns Texans. Wait, yeah. did Eli say his? No. Or did I did I miss that? Uh, um go I'll probably I'll probably take the Browns against Brown. I'll, I'll take I'll take Browns against Browns Texans. It's in Houston. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's uh, at Houston. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me Stroud and Texans. Mm. There you go. Like look, look. It's, it's a win win for me. Okay. Look, Ohio State quarterback versus Ohio team. So yeah. I, I, I'm fine either way. I want to see C.J. Stroud succeed, just not now. You succeed next season. Let Joe Flacco do his thing. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think it's but his time. It's his time in his rookie season. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Okay. He's waited long enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, let's hear uh, Dolphins at Chiefs. Number six versus number three. Chiefs. Bold yeah. game. Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go – See, despite my reservations and the facts and the fact that the Chiefs had a relatively bad season to their other seasons, I mean they had the most losses with Mahomes as a starting quarterback. Uh, yeah, I got to go Chiefs on this one. Dolphins, I like Mike McDaniel's, but they're no match. It's cold. Actually, it's I'm cold. gonna switch. I'm gonna go. Uh, oh, all right. Be different, little duckling. Be different. <laughs> I want the the Dolphins. Running game has been really good this year, so I think that they could lean on that during the cold, snow, snowy game. So I'll go with the Dolphins. Okay, they'll probably age terribly and they'll get blown out in Kansas City, but that's what makes these things fun, dude. That's yeah, why we're doing yeah, this. No. So, all right, let's go. Uh, Steelers versus Bills, number seven versus number two. This is a real, ooh, you know, mm. coin flip right here. Uh, Bills by a million. Bills don't win. They should just. Blow everything up. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. If the Bills don't win. Wasn't Watt, Watt was ruled out already for he's the. Not yeah. playing. Like he's. Yeah. So whatever. So whatever chances the Steelers did have. Gone. E- even less now. So. Unless Jersey Jerry is at the game. Then they might win the yeah. game. Maybe. The Super Bowl. Dude. That would be stellar. So. Uh, let's go. Packers versus Cowboys. Seven versus two. In Jerry World, Cowboys are dominant at home, but they got to play the Week 18 MVP. Give me the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Slimiest player in Week 18, as they say. That's exactly I was thinking the exact same thing. The Jordan future. Love. Jordan Love, he's, he's the future. He's been on fire lately. Uh, give me the Cowboys. So. <laughs> Thanks since, what, since like Week 10, Jordan Love has like 19 touchdowns, one pick. Something like that. Yeah. He's been awesome. Yeah. But that Cowboys defense is also pretty good. So That's I'm going to have cool. to go with the Cowboys. Michael Parsons one. did gay stuff under Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. It's just like. So. Yeah. 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 You got you got to keep that in mind when you make these yeah. decisions. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Dak Prescott has been great for my fantasy team all year. And I think he's going to. He's going to be great in the first rounder. So let's hear number six, Rams at number three, Lions. This is like the end of Old Yeller because if Matt Stafford goes and beats the Lions in the playoffs, <laughs> oh, it'd be so sad. That would 
that would be really sad. Oh, Grant's getting distracted again. Oh, my right. goodness. That's okay. We'll pick. We'll do our picks. Yeah. Uh, Cam. It just depends on what Lions team shows up, but the Rams have looked really good lately. I'm still gonna I'm gonna go Lions. I'm gonna stick with the NFC North. Yeah. All right. I'll, we have a oh I'm sorry. It's Proceed. okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Grant. I was just gonna say we have a guest picker for this game. Yes. Oh my Making gosh. His, his first appearance on I'm No Genius. Hey little bro. Yeah. Okay. Caden, Los What's Angeles, up? Los Angeles Rams at number three. Short Lions, who you got? Lions. Easy. Enough said. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. Easy decision. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna credit him in this episode. We're gonna say featuring special guest, you know. Yeah. Featuring Kate and Sean. I'd like to change my pick to the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. went, so it went dark again. Uh who did, yeah. Who did you guys you guys both pick the Lions? Yeah, I I picked the Lions. So Yeah, I'll I'll pick the Lions. Yeah, they've had they've had a really good season. Nice uh, you know, return to forms. Or I guess this is like one of their best seasons in like the past decade. So, you know, it's not really a return to form season for them since they never had a form to begin with. But <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, we're, so we're all going Lions on that one. And then we got Philadelphia Eagles versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number five versus number four. Isn't it in Tampa Bay? Yeah. It Raymond is in James Stadium, baby. Baker Baker, the touchdown maker. I want the Bucks. Yeah. I was gonna say, I think uh I think I'm gonna go with the Bucks here. Week 18, they had zero touchdowns. You don't do that two weeks in a row. Yep. At, you know, by law of average, you uh, you're playing a safe safe bet there. Yep. Uh, but I'm gonna go Eagles and everything. It's you know, coward. It is Jason Kelsey's last year, likely gonna be his last year. Uh, you know, he's like, what is he like, late 30s or something? He's like 36 or something. So, sure, I think he's like 35, but I'll look it up. Okay, thanks for that. But yeah, I I have a lot of faith in Kelsey and the Philly specials to uh, get it done against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, he's thirty six. Don't give a damn. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, those are those are our picks for uh, the first round. The first round results of the NFL playoffs. If you would like to, yeah, get, you know, drop drop your drop your picks in the comments, and uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how we step. We'll give. We're giving away. Wait, that a, was all the games. That was all the games. Oh shoot! What? No, I don't know. I just for some reason I thought that there were like. Uh, I guess that there's the buy, the yeah. teams who get the buys. Okay. Yeah, they get. Yeah, right. like yeah. yeah. The the Niners and the yeah. Ravens. They got Niners and the Ravens both get a buy. So, uh, I did. I did see one. Uh, I think it was. It wasn't on Pat McAfee. I think it was on like first take or something. That uh, <clears throat> coach of the Ravens. Why am Harbaugh. I Har? Yeah, Harbaugh's brother, John Harbaugh. It would be really, really neat to see both the Harbaugh boys. Oh, win, would it? I bet it'd be really, really freaking neat, guys. It would be really something to see them both win in cool. the same year. So, Shut up. Uh, hey, look, it's not my comment. I don't. I couldn't care less. So, <laughs> I know, I'm not talking to you. Shut yeah, up. Okay. I can see. Shout out. Oh, Pat. one more thing. One more thing before we go. Um, yes. During the national championship, actually before the national championship, there was rumors that there was going to be a NCAA, what, it'd be 24 or 25? 20, 25. One of the two. There would be the trailer for the EA Sports game. And it just never happened. And I was so upset. Like I was watching the national championship to watch the game. But in the back of my head, that was always kind of there whenever we went to commercials. Did EA make the announcement or was that just a Twitter rumor? I think it just kind of started on Twitter. And then everyone was like, oh, this would be a perfect time for them to do it. National championship, all that. But it just didn't happen. Gotcha. It's it's extremely sad because we have gone almost a baker's dozens worth of years without – an NCAA football game. So yeah. I said almost, Cam. 
I said almost. I don't okay. play a lot of video games, but I would pay an absurd amount of money for that game. Like yeah. they could they could make it two hundred dollars, and I think I might consider buying it. What well, you can game share then, because I'm not paying two hundred bucks then. Like, <laughs> like that's it's a little bit much for my taste. But yeah, like it would. I was doing my take. Yeah, yeah, it would it would have been really cool to see, you know, a new NCAA football game come, you know, like a trailer release on the day of the NCAA championship, but it didn't happen, and I'm sad. One day. Well, that's a good note to end on. Uh, yeah, guys, <laughs> listeners, we always like to close these things out with, uh, you know, something to take away from every episode, a theme of sorts, a little life lesson for you. And uh, this life lesson today is that no matter what you do in life, no matter how well you do it, no matter how much you strive in your craft, you will never be good as good as Nick Saban. Uh, and I think as once you come to terms with that, you'll actually be a happier person. Yeah, you actually live a better life. Yeah. So on that note, Camden Primer, last words. Football. Fun. Right on, right on. Mic drop. Grant Sherman, last words. Um, hope everyone enjoys their super wild card weekend of NFL football. We don't have many more of these weekends left, so enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's it's coming to an end pretty soon, and this episode is coming to an end right now. Right. <laughs> uh, from everyone here at I'm a Genius, I'm Eli. He's Cam. He's Grant. Thank you for listening uh, listening to us talk football. We'll see you next time.